Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So he figures, oh, they must need something to drink. So he runs out back to the van and gets all of their Coca-Cola cans and straws. So they actually make the aliens drink Coca-Cola and magically they come back to life. Hi, welcome to Bad Movies and Swedish Opinions. Uh, and today we have been looking at this movie called Mac and Me, which basically is a ripoff of uh, E.T. And the worst kind ever, I would say. <laughs> this movie is very annoying. And also it will get your scratching your head because you're just wondering what the hell is happening or why it's happening. And very seamlessly, it has a lot of product placement. Oh, yeah, it's obnoxious how often it happens. It's, it's, it's really annoying. But okay, so the title is Mac and Me. Uh, it was released in 1988. It's, it, there is one scene that's really funny, if anything. We have to talk about that later in detail. Yeah. But let's move through the characters first. Um, I mean, there are only five, and they're basically just like two or three that are important. But let's move through them. Let's start off first with Jane. That's the mother of Michael and Eric. Uh, she She's not really much in the movie. She's just basically the one that pushes the story for them to move to a new house and to kidnap this alien. Not on purpose, but that's basically what they're doing. It would be funny, though, if she brought them there and said, hey, guys, there's an alien. you got to kidnap him. <laughs> we could sell it. <laughs> I mean, I would. That's no. the problem with human beings, right? We would probably sell it for money. If we could, yes. Yeah. And then we have Michael. Uh, that's Eric's brother. Uh, we'll get to Eric in a second, but Michael is he's not really much to talk about. He is to, supposed to be the the grown-up in this adventure, I think. He is not a typical teenager. He's, he's taking pretty good decisions, I think, based on what happens in the movie. I mean, we don't get we don't get in, we don't get any thoughts about his decisions, but I guess they know it. Um, yeah. And then we have the main character, the first one, and perhaps the only one, uh, Eric, the wheelchair guy. And he is actually uh, disabled in real life. So uh, it was, I think, pretty nice of them to cast a disabled kid for real, if that's what they wanted in this, in this character. Yeah. 
then again, he he is not the best actor in the world. But no, he's a really crappy, crappy actor. I mean, everyone pretty much is. There is, there delivering lines is like they don't even know what they're talking about, yeah. and their facial exper- expressions towards their lines is horrible. And, and and the way they're talking doesn't make sense to the situation. They're not reacting as they should. But we can no. talk about more about that later, I think, um, yeah. if we want to. But he's the main character, and uh, he's a boring main character. And then we have two uh, others, which are the neighbors of this family, Jane, Michael, and Eric. And these two other characters are Courtney and Debbie. There's not much to say about them. I mean, Debbie's the first one to, to see uh, the alien. And so she follows on this adventure. Courtney is basically just some love story that never happens with Michael. It's just a yeah. loose end. I mean, I thought that they would uh, eventually kiss her or something, but nothing happens. She's just an unnecessary um, character. Without her, we wouldn't have an epic dance-off at McDonald's. Okay, What's I that? guess, yeah. <laughs> Was that her? But she, they had that because of that she worked there or something, I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, she did work there. They were, I think, I think the first product placement with McDonald's was her shirt. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's move on to to the plot. What is the movie about? The movie is about. Uh, it starts in a really stupid way because this. This spacecraft lands on a planet somewhere. I guess it's outside Saturn somewhere because you can see it pretty clearly in distance. But yeah, I think it's a moon or something. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, it turns out that there's this alien family living there. Uh, four people. The two parents and two children. And when they go to this spacecraft, it sucks them up in like it was some kind of big vacuum cleaner and <laughs> Yeah, it, it makes no sense because they were clearly too big to actually fit inside it, but it does it anyway. And then it returns to Earth with them. So that means that these four aliens now are on Earth and they're on the run from the government. Yeah, and let's start off with that first scene uh, with with the spacecraft landing on their moon. I mean, first of all, I got the feeling that this was a pretty good shot. I mean, the the the, the landing uh, of this, uh, what do you call it? It's a robot or a spaceship or whatever. It looks pretty good. And I think mm-hmm. the environment is also very good, the scenery behind it. Yeah. Uh, but then, of course, the aliens, uh, they look like shit. <laughs> and also, they, they move like shit. And, uh, and they walk over to this spaceship and they touch it and it starts to explore or something. Uh, and then it vacuum, vacuums them up. And that is the ugliest effect I have seen in so many movies. And why did that even work? I don't know. It's like uh, it happens later on that the, uh, one of them gets sucked up in a vacuum cleaner. And it's like when it happens, their bodies just turn into liquid so they fit, which makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. And the problem is it, it seems logic in this movie that it would work. It's like, okay, let's vacuum them up and it works. And it's, no one is questioning it. It's like, okay, the aliens is in a spaceship or the aliens are in the vacuum. Oh, okay, of course. It happens all the time. 
Yeah, we should put weird. a filter on the vacuum cleaner so we don't vacuum each other up. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, w- w- I mean, we can talk about that scene later, but it's really strange that they chose this strategy in order to, to catch the, the stupid alien. It is. They could have chosen like a reasonable way, but no, they had to get sucked up for some reason. Hmm. But how would you have done it better? Uh, I mean, if we talk about that spaceship where they vacuum him up, how would you take the aliens to Earth instead of vacuum him up in the way that they did? I well, mean, this because I was collecting rocks and such with like a small robot hand or whatever. What if it was like a bigger hand that collected bigger samples, could accidentally have scooped them up and then put them inside the spaceship, you know, just put them inside. Hmm. That would make more sense. Yeah, I wonder if there if this is a budget thing that they're not they were not able to build a bigger one or, or such. The problem with these kind of spaceships though is that I don't think that that NASA or ESA or whatever actually plans to get them back. I mean the rovers that we have on Mars, I don't think that they will fly back to Earth. I'm pretty sure they will not. They're just sending the data and then they die on Mars. Yeah. But sure, um, it's a movie. Let's buy it. They get to Earth and then they land and there are some scientists exploring the, the spaceship and then it explodes again the second time in like a half an hour. And then the aliens get out. We don't really get to see how. Uh, because it doesn't seem logic that they would even fit there. Um, mm. But then they sort of break out, out of the, what do you call it? It's like a NASA building or whatever. It's some sort of Area 51 building. Yeah. The and small... here, is, here is the loose end number one. Mm. You get to see the small creature, because there are four, and you get to see the small creature kind of escape and you can uh, buy that he gets away in some way, I guess. But then they see the family left behind, and they're like three people, three aliens. And they are all surrounded of military. And, and you they... never get to see what happens to them. So you just assume, or at least I did, that they were stuck at the Area 51 base, and that they did not get away. What was your, what was, What did you think? I thought they ran away, but... It seems weird that no one would find them after they run away because they're huge. But what made you think that they run away? You got because they were running, running, yeah. running in the desert. Did you see them run off in the desert? Yeah, yeah it seemed like that. That's why I also thought that they managed to escape, but I know that makes no sense, and I don't see why they wouldn't just chase them down. So they're free people and not very discreet. So they were surrounded by military, and then they run off in the desert. Yeah. And no one follows them. Mm, okay, sure. That's fine then, I guess. And then that little creature, he's get, he jumps in a car. Uh, and that is the protagonist of this movie's car. So, And they are on the way to, to move to a new city, I think. Yeah. So they drive off and the alien is with them. And yada, yada, yada. They're at the house. At the house... It starts to happen kind of strange things. And you haven't seen the movie Invisible uh, Invisible Man, whatever it is called. No. But it's no. basically 
uh, a movie about is she crazy or is she not crazy? Is he invisible? Is he not invisible? Or whatever. And the first part of this movie is that because stuff are happening that uh, the little kid can't explain Eric. And he tries to, to tell his mother that a lot of stuff is happening, that the shower goes off by itself and there's footprints all over the house and there's some sort of forest growing in the living room and and everything just think that he's crazy and for me it was like okay they could have made could have made this movie different by just like making a huge twist and that he is just crazy and the <laughs> movie ends up with him at a mental hospital that's too much science fiction for a family movie yeah i do and it's not at all what they're planning to do in this movie I mean, no. it's, it's a totally different movie. I just thought it when I, I thought of it when I was uh, seeing this movie. But okay, so uh, out at the house, uh, what is what is happening at the house? Well, for starters, it seems that aliens have some kind of power which allows them to make electrical things move even when they aren't plugged in. Like uh, he's seen doing that with the TV that he just makes it work even though the cable isn't in. Yeah, and the radio-controlled car. Yeah, and then he takes a shower and he walks around and he creates a forest. Mm. He creates a forest. Yeah, and for some reason the mom was convinced that her son in a wheelchair did that one morning while she was asleep. Yeah, he dragged is... in trees and bushes and logs and stones and she huge things. Says, what have you done? You have ruined the house. She was so convinced <laughs> that he would be able to pull that off. Yeah, so yeah. He, they're waking up one morning, and Eric is the first one up because he hears sounds. And it's yeah. it's it's this little creature, this alien that drills through the walls and uses a handsaw, just sawing things in the wall and whatnot. And then he comes out in the living room, and there's like a full-ass forest. I mean, it's not just like a... St- like a small rock and there's like sticks laying around. I mean, there's trees, there's big rocks, like really big rocks. Like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to carry these rocks. And I think there's grass and there's like, uh, yeah. And bushes and stuff. It's like very strange forest stuff just growing out of the floor. And the mother comes out and see this and she, she actually believes that this kid who is around 12 years of age sitting in a wheelchair did this by himself in just like i guess one two hours makes sense how can she believe that she's stupid uh she's a very stupid woman i mean of course if i had a son that said something like okay an alien did this I would probably also think that, no, this wasn't an alien. We probably had a breaking or anything. <laughs> but I wouldn't believe that a kid in a wheelchair did this by himself. I mean, just by looking at the rocks, it would be impossible. And also the dumbest prank in history. Yeah, why would you do this? Hmm. Yeah, but she believes that. And uh, the, the story moves on. And Debbie, the the neighbor's sister, the small one, sees the creature and she also believes in the creature then so 
Debbie teams up with Eric and they're trying to catch this uh, this creature, this alien. Yeah, because apparently it's addicted to Coca-Cola. Yeah. Uh, it's a very convenient thing to be addicted to uh, in this movie. Product placement. Cola is everywhere. I mean, you yeah. can... If you made made a drinking game out of this movie, you would probably get super drunk by just drink every time you see a Coca-Cola can because they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Coca-Cola and the McDonald's were probably the biggest two products. Yeah, you see McDonald's, you see Coca-Cola, and then you see Skittles sometime. And Gatorade, you said. Yeah, I saw Gatorade on a box, but I don't know if they really meant to product place that, but I saw it. Uh, it was in full frame. I don't think that's a mistake. <laughs> no, it probably isn't. Uh, it would be actually interesting to, to to see or read about one time, but why why product placement is so important in this crappy movie? Because they sponsor it with money. Yeah, that's where they get their money to make the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so, so they kind of pr- they kind of uh, pitch the movie that okay, we can make an alien. Okay, but how can we introduce Coca Cola <laughs> to this? I don't know. Yeah. We can make an addicted to it. Well, everybody else is, so why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds reasonable. Mm, yeah, sure. But before they try to catch this character, we have the funniest scene in the movie. Uh, also, I think this is some sort of uh, gif that kind of rolls the internet. Yeah, Adam, can you talk about the scene? Okay, so uh, uh, Eric becomes upset because he got used of planting a forest beside the house. So he runs away from home and he goes to this uh, a cliff by a river and he drops down with his wheelchair and he begins to roll down at very high speed and then he drops down into the river. And it looks very brutal. Yeah, they're basically throwing off a kid in a wheelchair down a cliff, down the water. And for some reason, it wakes up the alien. So they kind of edit those two together. So And it looks really stupid. I mean, that is a funny-ass scene. I mean, it belongs to to some sort of comedy, not this kind of... I mean, this is a comedy, I guess, but uh, I mean, like, uh, uh, scream, uh, scary movie, I mean. Like, that kind of movie is so stupid, you see. Mm. I can't believe that they would make it like this. I mean, they could just roll him out in the water or anything. But no, no, let's throw him off a cliff. <laughs> I mean, it looks really funny. Yeah, yeah. By the force he actually hits the water, he would have either died or he would have passed out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And you can actually see him like hitting his head first. So it's not like he's... <laughs> <laughs> like that he gets off the wheelchair and, and goes uh, legs first or anything. It's like just crashes down with his head first towards this water. Who would probably be like, like some sort of uh, uh, concrete or anything. Like, I mean, it wouldn't hurt like hell. I think he would pass out. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. The alien, whoever sees this, wakes up and jumps into the water and saves him. Uh, and they manage not to show the alien once more. And 
this kid is screaming and now there's a lot of people watching him in the water uh, and the alien jump in and try to save him of course and manage to do so by also keeping him in the wheelchair he's not just dragging up on the beach he's keeping him in the wheelchair and somehow pushes him up yeah it uh, seems weird it's a very yeah. skilled alien okay <laughs> it's it's not logic why not just ignore the goddamn wheelchair it doesn't make sense no one would have jumped in there and, and tried to save him and wheelchair Unless, unless the alien think that uh, this wheelchair or anything kind of belongs to his body, can we? Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, after that, uh, he gets pulled up and he is in his bedroom. And what happens here? Well, the doctor is there. He tells him that he's. Fine, but that since he's seeing things, he's getting some drugs to relax. Why do we see any drugs? Because it, he insists that he sees the alien, and this is the most frustrating part of the movie. Because he sees the alien, but no one else sees it, and no one believes him. And it's like this for a long time of the movie, so it feels like nothing is really happening before the alien is actually revealed to everyone. Yeah, probably yeah. half of the movie. Right. You are uh, right, Adam. One of the annoying things in this movie in in the beginning and also throughout the movie, but in the beginning mostly, is that no one believes him and no one sees the alien. And it doesn't make sense because in all of the ways that he could have been seen, they just ignore it. I mean, he is like full front in front of these people like many times, but still they just ignore it or they don't see him. And and we're just going to buy that, that, okay, you didn't see him there. Okay, fine. You didn't see him in the water. Okay, fine. And you believed that he was able to get out of the water with his wheelchair without any help. Makes sense. (laughs) And he was able to build a forest in the living room by himself. Sure. He's X-Man. Or they just give Eric way too much credit. Oh, Eric, he managed to plant the whole forest there in a couple of hours. And oh, Eric, he managed to drag himself out the river with his wheelchair. What a hero. Um, yeah, but can't, uh, can't you imagine like she, his mother sitting with her friends and just talking about, uh, talking about what kind of uh, pranks that their boys did? And, and one friend goes like, yeah, she put like, toilet paper in I don't know in the fridge and Addy goes yeah and someone put plastic on the toilet yeah well my son built a forest in the living room ha 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 <laughs> and he did it in two hours I was asleep <laughs> and he's in a wheelchair <laughs> exactly did I mention that my kid is in a wheelchair yeah he's <laughs> such an amazing kid yeah yeah I, I, I believe that they would have some questions uh, regarding that and she was like no 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 that happened Okay, so no one believes him still. And we have gone, like, I think it's the fourth part into the movie and no one believes him. So uh, he... Then they are able to catch the alien. And here we're talking about the stupid strategy number two. And Debbie and Eric are hiding in a closet because now they really want to ca- catch him in order to, to gather evidence. I mean, I'm on Eric's side here. I would have wanted people to believe me at this point because it's annoying. Hmm. So they decide to use a vacuum cleaner 
as we talked about before, because for some reason uh, it seems to be a usual thing in this world. So uh, they put out uh, product placement of Coca-Cola everywhere and the alien who is addicted to this uh, drink it all everywhere, like in the living room, in the bedroom and walks up into Eric's room and start drinking there. And then they just blast out of the closet and just vacuum him up with the same stupid effect. This vacuum cleaner is a very normal vacuum cleaner. It's not extra big or anything. There is no reason why he would fit inside it. I mean, if you have ever seen Ghostbusters, that is the exact same effect that it just like kind of shrinks together and moves into this pipe. Yeah, that's actually right. It's actually exactly the same. And if you watch Ghostbusters, it makes sense because you, well, you don't question it at least because Ghost, I guess, is basically smoke in a way. But you can buy it that they kind of can vacuum yeah, it. That's the thing. They don't have a physical form, but these no, aliens. Exactly. That's, a, that's a good explanation. They don't have a physical form, but these aliens have, which makes it totally unlogic for them to, to, to be able to do this. And I'm so pissed about it. Because no one questions it. They just accept it. And and when they tell the brother, yeah, we have an alien in the vacuum cleaner, and he goes like, really? Yeah, but also when they first catch the alien, the vacuum cleaner uh, spasses out, uh, and the Debbie has the vacuum cleaner on her back and just flies through the room, and it looks really stupid. You can, yeah, tell, that it, you can tell that it's like a doll fl- flopping around on the vacuum cleaner because yeah. it goes through the ceiling through the walls and everything and they use a lot of dolls in this movie and if they really want this scene i guess that's the only way to do it uh it could have done it a lot better because there is one part of this scene where she comes from the roof down to the floor and you can see her legs in a really weird position i mean if that would have happened her legs would have been broken in several places. Yeah, I don't really get why they have that scene at all, because it doesn't really matter story-wise. Yeah, but isn't this a typical 80s, 90s thing that they really want to create chaos? Uh, I guess so. People, I guess, found it funny back then that, that when you throw a frisbee and it hits something and it starts a domino effect and everything is happening at once and it's just a mess. It happens I mean, a lot in, in, in old movies. I mean, I can appreciate the slapstick humor and everything, but it just feels so out of place in this movie. Because mm. it's not really that kind of funny movie. It's like more of a family-friendly, feel-good movie or something. It's supposed to be, at least. Well, yeah. I'm not going to claim to be a movie expert, but it when you watch these old movies, it appears to be a thing that when you watch... Movies currently, then then it's common practice that you cut out everything that shouldn't be in the movie to only keep the stuff that actually matter. But these old movies don't seem to work that way. It seems that people just put in like random scenes that I thought would just be cool because why not? Hmm. Yeah, I, I think they had a lot of ideas for this movie, like a lot of scenes that in their head would look funny. But they have no clue how to like put it all together so it makes sense in a movie. Like, okay, so they're in scene A, 
and they want to move over to scene B, and there has to be some sort of roadmap for that, for it to make sense. Because uh, I want to talk about this next scene. I think it's close to this scene. And also one of the things that makes it unbelievable weird that they don't see him. Because this alien, for some reason, gets a hold of a car. Like a small <laughs> car, you know, for kids that's electric. And he just drives down the street with with dogs chasing him. I mean, there's a huge arrow pointing towards this, saying something is happening here, but no one gives a damn. And yeah. how did he even get a hold of that car? Where did he no, get it? I don't know. It's not discreet at all. And then they have this cheesy 80s music during the whole scene as well. Yeah, but it, it, the scene starts out with the mother and uh, Eric bonding for some reason. Because they need that in the movie. I don't know why. And then this happens with the car that the alien is driving down the street with, I think it's like 10 dogs chasing him. Mm. And no one sees him. And it's like, it makes no sense. Where did he get this? Yeah, and it's in, it's in the middle of the day as well. So Yeah, it, and it's just a chaos thing. Yeah. It, it's like, okay, uh, the, the, the script writers and the directors just sitting down and saying, okay, well, it sounds like a fun scene. Let's do this. Yeah, but how? I don't care. Let's do it. And then they just put it in. They could have put this scene wherever part in the movie because it would have made the same sense, the same amount of sense wherever. Let's yeah. say, say that people didn't actually see the alien. They thought it was just a kid. Well, then that means that a kid is being chased by 12 dogs and no one actually goes to help him. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. No one cares. And he ends up in a tree where he just sits. <laughs> and then some sad music plays. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny, but it seemed very out of place. But it was a pretty funny. Mm. That's the problem with this movie. A lot of the things is out of place. It doesn't make sense. And you, you don't even see what happens to him after that. Because he just sits in a tree and they move on to the next scene. And he's back at the house, I think. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what happens to the dogs? He killed him. He killed him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he could have. He has some sort of powers, but of course they can't show that in the movie. Ten, ten dogs getting killed by an alien. <laughs> they cut things. Exactly. It will be the same, you know, in Star Wars when Anakin goes crazy and just like totally kills all those kids. They didn't really show it, but, you know, you assumed it because, you know, he used his lightsaber. Ah, different point. Uh, back at the house, there is supposed to be a party uh, at one of Debbie's friends. And uh, Eric gets invited to this. And still, we're at this point where no one believes him. There are three people that have seen the alien at this point. And it's Michael, his brother, Eric, and Court, uh, Debbie. And then Debbie invites Eric to a party, and the alien is sad because he misses his family. Uh, and they kind of get the feeling of him being depressed, which is fine. Uh, Eric then says that I can't go to the party because I can't leave him here. And then Debbie <laughs> says, well, you can't be here because my mother is supposed to look after you. So they're quite in a dilemma here. And how do they solve this problem? <laughs> well, Eric has this old teddy bear that's quite big. 
and for while Debbie goes outside to uh, preoccupy her mother, Eric cuts out all the stuffing in this teddy bear and dresses the alien in the skin of the teddy bear, I guess. Yeah, such a dumb idea. Yeah. I mean, first of all, uh, that teddy bear that he uses, did you see that teddy bear somewhere during the movie? He oh. had it in his moving boxes when they moved in. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, but it's quite subtle, don't you say? Yeah, it was just a quick scene. Yeah, I missed it, and Adam missed it, apparently. Here is one thing that they could have done easily. They could have just like put that thing in the center, or they could just have talked about it a little bit. That, oh, do you still want to have your teddy bear? Why didn't you just throw it away? And he was like, no, I had it my whole life, and I like this teddy. But it's, but it's too big and inconvenient. Well, I still like it. Okay. And then they move on. And now we know that the teddy bear exists. But they, mm-hmm. they don't really engage in that. And which means that when they choose to solve this problem by ripping this teddy bear apart to make some sort of costume for him, it just gets, you know, the feeling that this happens out of the blue. And for me as a viewer, <laughs> I find that annoying because that just seems like a quick fix for the screenwriters. Yeah, it works because it has to work. It has to work because there has to be some sort of there has to be some store, some sort of rules in this movie that okay, you have this to take advantage of, and you have this to use, and you have this to 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 think about when you're doing stuff. You can't just put ten people on an island where there is no not nothing happening, and there's no stuff on the island, and just conveniently okay, I I need a a chainsaw for instance, and then it just appears because the viewer doesn't buy that. It doesn't make sense. So they, they need to introduce plot devices in the movie, even if it's just a ridiculous teddy bear, because this teddy bear has a big part in the movie. Aren't you bothered by this? Not that uh, much. <laughs> I would have been bothered if it didn't appear in the beginning, as Luda said. Yeah, I was yeah. super bothered by this. I just Okay, it doesn't matter. They just... fixed this by yeah. putting this alien in the teddy bear costume and they're off to the party. What is the problem with a living creature in a costume? It moves around and it makes sounds. It moves around and makes sounds. And how how do you explain that? Eric tells Debbie's mom that uh, it's a new uh, robotic uh, teddy bear. That that's some kind of new thing. But at the same time, he says that he's had it for ages. So she questions him, well, how can you have had it for ages? if it's a new thing and he just well i just bought this new microchip for it yeah you can you, back in the days you could just say computer ship and everything was like oh, okay cool and i don't even know what that is so <laughs> okay. uh, but I, I think it does a fair job by explaining it uh it could it's still like out of a comedy uh comedy aspect so i think it works uh that thing i don't think works is that he doesn't move like a robotic uh, teddy bear. He moves quite fluently. So it's obviously a kid in a costume. Um, and he doesn't make the same movements all the time. He makes new movements all the time. And, and still, people have no problem with this. 
but they get to this this party and where is the party at donald's and ronald mcdonald's also exactly they take product placement to an entire new level they are actually at McDonald's, and you get the full frontal of McDonald's signs and uh, Ronald McDonald, and yeah, they have a they have a blast there. And of course, uh, there's not much that can happen in this scene, so they try to extend it. And here comes stupid scene number three, just to drag out the movie. They kind of make a sort of Glee show out of this? What do I mean by that, Adam? You mean that it's a very extended dancing, very very detailed and with a lot of choreography. Yeah, and this is also out of place. It doesn't make sense to the movie. They just introduce a big dance move, a big dance scene, really choreographied, and you know, you can really see that they spent a lot of money and time on this. And it doesn't help the movie. It just makes it worse and also longer, which also is worse. Why yeah. do they do this? I have no idea. And Debbie dances with uh, the alien also that's in the monkey costume and no one thinks that's strange. Yeah, but also the the robot also do his own moves. He jumps up on a table or something and starts dancing like Michael Jackson. But, you know, it's a teddy bear with a computer ship in it, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, And then he flies also. But that's okay, because he has a computer ship. And it's a new one. It's not the old one. It's a new one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so this, when this stupid dance scene is almost over, the, the FBI like totally raids McDonald's. So it's yeah. either of two reasons. One, they want to buy a burger or two. They want to catch this. But they assume, I think, it's an alien in a costume. Because that's not really confirmed either. Yeah, but their their reason for finding the out where the alien is is really strange as well. Because it doesn't make any sense. Was it the the car scene that... or I don't re- even remember why. Well, this if is... we take it from the beginning, the first starts off with uh, with the alien, you know, jumps into the to the to the car with our uh, uh, protagonist in, and they drive off. They try to search for him in the car, and they didn't find him. Whatever, blah, 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 blah. They drive far, far away, and I think they are in a different city or state. They're really far away, at least. Yeah, and then. Uh, the scene, I think it is when he falls into the the river uh, and they call the police and he talks about this creature. I think that the FBI kind of get notice of this mm, and maybe. they drive into uh, this house and ask one question. I don't remember the question, but it was like, did you see a creature or anything like this? I don't think awesome. it was like... No, it was, has anything strange happened to you lately or something like that? Yeah, and she said yes to that. That is the only thing. And then they start to stalk the house. They place cars outside the, the house and they sit in that with binoculars and watch the house. And whenever they drive away, they follow. And they make stupid assumptions all the time. Mm. So they have in, they have not seen the alien. 
they have not really heard them talk about the alien unless they are stalking like a million houses by random they have absolutely no uh absolutely no thing to do there at this house so it makes no sense for them to find this no it's they have no reason at all to just sit outside of just that house exactly so instead of putting a lot of time and effort into random scenes that doesn't make sense they could have made this more linear they could have given the FBI agents more time on the screen in order to find the alien. They could have made cutbacks to, to, to what the FBI is doing, contra what the, what the family is doing, in order for them to kind of get together later on. So it makes sense. But no, they're just throwing in different scenes, and you have no idea what's happening, and you need to like puzzle it together in your own head. Uh, not because you're stupid or not, but you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to be told a story and not just by yourself putting or assembling the movie. Yeah, either way, they raid the McDonald's. Yeah, they raid the McDonald's. And it leads to the chase scene where they take the alien and run away from FBI. <laughs> yeah, yeah Harry... here's, a, here's stupid scene number four. I think there are, there are more, but I'll try to keep count for myself. The wheelchair guy, Eric, uh, grabs the alien and starts, like, just rolling down the street. I mean, it's very lucky for this movie that the house or the McDonald's that they're at are on top of a hill. So he can just, like, roll down conveniently. Hmm. And the FBI agents are not taking their cars. They're just running after him. So there's, there's not a FBI agent that are all left behind who can say... Okay, the people are chasing him by foot, then I can take the car. Nope, everybody's chasing him by foot because it makes sense. Yeah, right. yeah, it makes total sense. That's what I would have done. I would have chased him. And they never catch him. Even when the, the street kind of playing out so we can't use the force of gravity against them, then he rolls into a store and hides there. With an alien, by the way. No one cares. No one cares about anything in this movie. Exactly. Uh, the FBI agents run in, uh, search the store, and find him eventually. But then the alien does his superpower where he can af- put some effect on uh, electronics and it explodes and whatnot. And then they escape again. Yeah, and then uh, Michael uh, turns out uh, he has his van outside and he uh, picks up the alien and. Uh... And his brother. Yeah. And they drive off. Yeah. Uh, And here is also something that they did not really think about when writing the movie. They drive off somewhere by... uh, I I don't know if they really have a thought about it. Do do they know why they are driving the specific direction that they do? No. No, I I didn't understand it at least. No, because they talk a bit about it and they drive off. But I don't really get the feeling that that they're searching for anything. They're just driving in a direction. So here is something that they could have done here. In, in the, Earlier in the movie, uh, the alien is trying to communicate to Eric and Debbie with some pictures, right? Mm. Uh, these pictures, I think, are supposed to represent where the his family are at, the alien's family. Mm. Uh, 
they take up the pictures and they look at them and they try to solve it, but of course they can't because it's just a random picture of a guy with a sign and horses. No one would have been able to solve that. Yeah. So that they could have made better. They could have made it so it kind of makes sense what kind of place that they are looking for or what the alien is looking for. And then they could have, they don't really have to solve it at the time. But they can still use this information later on in the movie. And then by, you know, sitting down uh, after he picks up this, uh, after he drives and picks up the alien and Eric, they can talk about it and maybe talk to someone or get some information somewhere at the library or whatever in order to, 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 to be able to move on based on information that the alien gave them earlier in the movie. Because then you're connecting old scenes with new scenes. And it makes sense. It kind of feels that you have a roadmap for a movie. But they don't do that. They, they talk and then they drive off. And by accident, they see this sign and horses. And the alien doesn't even, you know, say anything. It just points in that direction. And everybody's like, okay, let's drive that direction. So they, they don't really use the information that they got from the alien early in the movie. So it made no sense. It's just an unnecessary scene again. Yeah, we're not supposed to question it, but at least now the alien that you point them towards a cave, and in there they find his family, and they appear to be dead at first. That was really funny. <laughs> I mean, it's really funny how they try to surprise you all the time. Uh, they did actually surprise me here. Uh, it it kind of works out still, but you know. As, uh, Ruba, can you explain uh, the scene? Well, how uh, they also fix the problem? Yeah, they they arrive at this like old cave or mine or something, and they enter and they find the alien's family inside, and they they appear to be dead. We thought they were dead at first, hmm. but then uh, they uh, Michael finds like slight slight sounds or uh, signs of life in one of them. So he figures, oh, they must need something to drink. So he runs out back to the van and gets all of their Coca-Cola cans and straws. So they actually make the aliens drink Coca-Cola and magically they come back to life. Yeah, Coca-Cola has a healing effect, it seems. <laughs> it's so I mean, stupid. there is a rumor that Coca-Cola was meant for uh, stomach medicine back in the days. I've also heard it. Yeah. Doesn't know if it's true or not. But yeah. it heals them. So now they're all healthy and whatnot. So they drive off. Now that we are in, now we are about to reach the climax of the movie. But when you look at this movie, at this point, you still have no clue what they're trying to do. Because this is an E.T. ripoff. There is nothing to talk about there. But in, if you want to, then we should compare the movie a little bit. In the E.T. movie, the, the, the goal is pretty clear from the beginning. The alien wants to go home. And mm. the kid in that movie tries to do his absolute best in order to, to get him home. Now, when we're, if we go back to Mac and Me, this movie, we were about to, we were, we were about to get to the, the last part of this movie. And you have no clue what the point is with this movie. You have no idea what the plan is. You have, you have, you have gotten to the small alien. You have, you have gathered his family. Now what? 
they have no idea and so do we. I don't think even the director knows what to do. He's just like <laughs> winging it at this point. Well, they uh, they drive off because and they have to get some more supplies, I guess. So they uh, stop at this grocery store. It's like a simple yeah. task. This is not yeah. going to be a simple task. Yeah, random event number four hundred. <laughs> they're standing. Uh, they're they're. They're at uh, a grocery store in order to, to buy some more Coca-Cola because they haven't been able to product place it in, in five minutes. So <laughs> the, the the board of the Coca-Cola is getting uh, anxious. So they, they drive there in order to uh, to buy more. Mm-hmm. I think they're telling the aliens to stay in the car or whatnot, but they don't, of course. They go inside this grocery store and people don't really react. As I thought it would do. How 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 do they react? The people that's already in the store. At first, they seem surprised and such, but uh, then after after a little time, they begin taking more seriously. So, like the guards in the store, they come and uh, they begin to threaten them with guns and uh, tell them to stand down. And then the aliens get their hands on a gun and. Uh, other girls tell them to drop the gun and they're going to shoot. And then the cops arrive and it becomes a huge mess all of a sudden. Yeah. And uh, the alien get a hold of a gun. I don't think he needs it because he can make things explode, but he has a gun. He doesn't even <sighs> realize what he's doing, it seems. Yeah. And the whole store now is surrounded by police. And... The police is treating this as a hostage situation, and they, they get all the people out, and and I they want to negotiate with the aliens, I think, but they they don't really get that far. But they get all the people out, and the alien is kind of thinking this is strange, and they move out of the store too, like casually, and seeing all these people, and they don't really care, so they just walk past everybody, and the police does nothing. They're just looking at them, walking past the entire like blockade. They don't care. So, why does the store explode? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Autumn, why why do they exp- why do the store explode? I don't know. I guess they specialized in gasoline or something. Gasoline for the whole family, every aisle. Yeah, because I think the police starts to shoot at the aliens at one point. Or maybe the alien accidentally shot his gun that he got. Yeah, I think it was something like that. But the, the situation escalates a bit, at least. And uh, and Eric, the wheelchair kid, kind of gets you know nervous for his friends, and he rolls off in order to help them. Uh, the aliens thank him by uh, making the entire grocery store explode, so he dies. Yeah, he actually dies. That was very unexpected. And also really funny. Yes. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. I have horrible to say, people. Such horrible yeah, people. I have to say, I, I really like that, that he died. Not because he's a kid in a wheelchair and he dies, because it's really <laughs> funny and unexpected that he dies. And that's why. Funny because he was the main character in this kind of movie. <laughs> exactly. And this is a feel good movie and a kid dies. I mean, it's funny. It's really funny. It's like new age funny. <laughs> Embrace the wider family that we thought that aliens were dead in the cave. Yeah, yeah. 
and of course the kid is dead and the mama get there by helicopter and they're crying and and oh my kid is dead uh, why 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 god why not and the aliens go back and they feel like oh did i do that and they walk over to to the kid and they want to heal him they want to bring him back to life they want to give him all the life that they can they want to heal him 100% right no, not 100%. <laughs> They're doing their best, I guess. From the moment I started watching this movie, I was convinced that since the main character was in a wheelchair, the aliens would heal him somehow so he would be able to walk again. And when this scene arrived and aliens began to bring him back to life, I was certain that, okay, while they're doing this, they're also going to heal his legs. Now he can walk again. But I was wrong. But then yeah, we, we found out that the actor is actually wheelchair bound, so that's kind of hard to do, I guess. Yeah, but I didn't know that when I watched <laughs> the No. Yeah, but it is a good point, Adam, because um, usually when this happens, uh, the viewers, the, the director or the writer still want the viewer to like uh, the, the, the victims in this case, which is the aliens. So by making the grocery store explode and killing off the kid. You kind of think that, okay, maybe these aliens aren't so, you know, innocent as you think. And you can maybe start to dislike them a bit or rooting for them to get killed by the police. Uh, But then they get back and they they heal the kid. Here could be like something extra. They're not just bringing back the kid to life that he was before he met the aliens. They're also giving him something extra. His legs back, which would make this, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. At least he got something for being dead for a couple of minutes. But no, he, they don't heal his legs. And I gotta say, that that, that, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't so make either, sense. If they can bring a dead boy back to life, then surely they can heal his legs also. Yeah, exactly. I mean, bringing back someone to life is a bigger surgeon thing to do than just giving someone their leg back their legs back ah, doesn't matter at least I, they, they, they gave him back but I, I'm just talking about the, the, if you want to, to you know connect the movie with the beginning to the end they could have done something like this they could have given him being in a wheelchair a purpose for him to, to sacrifice himself in a way but also get his leg back when the aliens heal him but they don't even use that and I have nothing. I have nothing, you know, to, to claim, uh, complain about them casting a kid who's disabled in real life. I think that's cool in a way. But you know, maybe don't do it if you're able to use it in a way that makes the movie better. I mean, this is a small. This is a piss in Mississippi compared <laughs> to other stuff they couldn't make to, to to fix the movie, as I talked about before. But this is just one of among many things. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I also found it really weird that the aliens were not affected by the store exploding at all. They, they just slowly walked out of the flames after the store exploded. It seems that these aliens can do pretty much anything, and they can't die. Yeah, as long as, what? as long as they drink Coca Cola. Yeah, they almost died before by hunger or, uh, or thirst, I think. But the question. How did they survive it like Earth? There was no yeah. cold spacecraft. Exactly. And <laughs> there was just desert. 
what did they live off? No clue. No idea. But uh, yeah, it's it's annoying. At the end of the movie, if we want to walk, if we want to make this end, uh, the movie ends with them in uh, in a courtroom giving them uh, human rights. That's basically it. And they drive off. And I guess they're going to live their life on Earth right now. And they are also wearing clothes, dressed like a very typical American family. Exactly. Yeah, and, and when, the, when the credits come in, there, there's a cartoon balloon that forms out of their car and says, we'll be back. I hope not. I hope not, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I also looked up the budget for fun. Uh, it had a budget of about $13 million. Yeah. And they made about six and a half million dollars. Okay, so they won't be back. I don't think so. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Should we rate the movie? Yeah, if you don't want to talk about effects and stuff. We could talk a little bit about the effects. I like the effects. Yeah, except uh, the vacuum effect. I think they do a pretty good job with you know using robotics and puppet puppetry and and, and dolls. I mean, it's still the eighties. Did you think oh, anything well. about the effects, Adam? Well, um, I thought the aliens looked really stupid, but uh, other than that, uh, yes, they were fine. I really liked the effects in the wheelchair scene where it falls down into the river. It's really funny. They use yeah. dolls a lot. Yeah, you can tell that they use dolls a lot, but that's fine. I think it adds to a humor effect on some of the scenes. But yeah, the humor works sometimes. Yeah, I, it's not on purpose always. I think, but it works sometimes. Yeah, but, but let's rate the movie. Should uh, Should you start, Autumn? Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so there's so much in this movie that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, it's like I can't even say that the concept behind it is good because it obviously is trying to ride the success of E.T. So <laughs> yeah, I mean there is nothing original about it and they are trying to put their own twist on things and I thought that the ending was really stupid more than anything else in the movie. <laughs> that being said there were actually some scenes I thought were alright but in general, no. So I'm going to give the 3 out of 10. Well, uh, I thought it was okay. There were some good parts and some really bad parts. Uh, the aliens look horrible. They, they're like the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, there's also one scene that kind of bothered me. You know the scene... In the shower with the with the alien, yeah, and uh, he he gets his feet all wet, and it's like the most wet feet you've ever seen. And he runs through the house, and you can follow the footsteps, like they're really wet, so you can follow them like five hundred meters or something. Because usually, when someone has wet feet, you can see like the ten, fifteen first steps pretty clearly, but then it fades off because it's the feet are not as wet anymore. Sure, and and. Uh, we just follow, he, the wheelchair kid just follows the tr- steps throughout the house, and then he the alien disappears, and his mom shows up, and he says, "Oh, I followed the alien through the sh- 
uh, he was in the shower, but now I can't see him anymore. Uh, and she, she says, like, oh, sure. And, yeah, look, his footsteps are all, are all over the house. And for some reason, they they just vanished in, like, one second. And that's what I meant. That's what I meant when you were with the Invisible Man thing, that the kind of wants to create the, the illusion from the family side that he's crazy. But it doesn't yeah. make sense for, for the footsteps just to disappear like that. No, because that, that actually bothered me quite a mm. bit because I found that to be really stupid. Yeah, lazy writing. Yeah. Anyway, the movie is, they have, it has some fun scenes and it has this like feel-good vibe of the 80s and 90s movies because it is an 80s movie, so I guess that's why. But uh, the actors are pretty bad, especially the kid actors. But overall, it's still kind of enjoyable not the best movie um i'm gonna give it five out of ten i think mm. yeah for, i i i also like the 80s and the 90s movie because they always have like a, this this different family feeling to it so when this movie starts off i kind of get a good feeling about this and it, and, and it, and it kind of makes me think okay this is a movie i maybe be able to look at uh, on sunday or something just to relax and have it in the background and whatnot but the thing that bothers me is the 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 lack of thinking in this movie. There, there is there is no plot device to connect. There is no scene to connect to anything. There is no planning from the characters, or there is no goal in this movie. I mean, I have no problem with how the aliens look. I have no problem with the effects. I have no problem with uh, with uh, with. Well, okay, that's basically what I don't have a problem with. But <laughs> I do have a problem with they're not connecting the dots in this movie. They don't have a, a red line in the movie. They're just throwing in scenes and they're trying to progress out of nothing. So I was really bothered by this movie. It has some fun stuff with it in it, but it's not meant to be funny. Yeah. I have a dark sense of humor, I think, since I think it's funny when the aliens were dead <laughs> and the kid was dead and it was funny when the kid fell off a cliff. But it's also funny because it's surprising. Yeah. But they didn't mean it for that. So yeah. I'm actually going to give this a really low rate because I had such a problem watching this. And the actors, is always, it's, all, it's also very bad. There's like no facial expression that makes any sense towards what they're saying. Uh, hmm. So I'm going to give this a uh, uh, one out of ten. Well, there you go. It's also yeah. the movie with the worst product placement I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. it's like drop the uh, stupid product placement. At least doesn't make it too goddamn visible over over all over the screen. Let's move on. And uh, thank you for listening. And see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.